Hey man, I feel good. Hey y'all, everybody, Merry Christmas, Nookie, from Pinky Nookie. <laughs>
eight in French. Just, just, just start. Oh, right wait, wait. Now. When I took French, my French teacher saw my foot. I had number 88. That was my number in high school. So don't okay. buzz me. I was okay. on to something there till okay. I was rudely buzz erupted. Is that a word? Oh, mm. Brother, this guy stinks. Uh, uh, Des, 88. What number? What, what Wasn't number? Greg Olson 88? Was it who? Greg Olson? I don't no, think Greg so. was 82. Greg was yeah. 82. No. De- no, Des Clark was 88. Desmond Clark, that's who it is. Yes. Des Clark was 88. Was, yeah. Okay. Des Jones, when you think of 88, who do you think of? Do mm. Lubob remember 88 or am I tripping? Who? I feel like he was 80. No, no, Blue Bob might be 88. Hold on. Who's that? Lewis Robert. Yeah, it is 88. That's what yep. I'm going to go with. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just had to do a White Sox. Huh? Right. You, 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 hey, you sent me there earlier before yeah, the show. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah. you know, it brought it out. He's the best person in the White Sox. It is. By he's far. Waste whole, As of right gonna, now. Yeah. I'm, and, it, and it will be, you know, yeah. until, you know, yeah. things change. Ain't nobody going to try to come to the White Sox. Might, I said that in the regard because he could be traded. He he could be out with another eighty number on the bay, on the White Sox being Dylan Cease. Both of those dudes could end up being traded, probably for a bag of former Kansas City Royals. But I digress. Trey, when you think of the number eighty eight, what do you think of? Tony Gonzalez. Ooh, all right. Good recall. Greg, Greg Olson is eighty eight on the Bears. No, not that one. I'm talking about Panthers. Tight end. Yeah, not that oh, one. Oh, okay. Greg. Okay, yeah. Greg Olson. What? Okay, 88 yeah. on in the Cardinals? On, on, on Panthers? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I was like, man, I just want to get 88. You heard? Mm-hmm. Okay. Had a better career there anyways, so. Ooh, he didn't have a chance to have a good career. He had that's a good why. career until oh, Mike Martz. And yeah. I agree I with Mike. I agree with what Jay Color said about Mike Martz. Hey, Mike Martz, F you. Because he traded, he said he three traded, things about Mike. Yeah, <laughs> traded Greg Olson for what was it? Well, uh, and they ended up replacing him with um, the running back Taylor from Baltimore. He's a backup to uh, he was a backup running back. Uh, oh, the tight of uh, the the Rams tight blocking tight end. I can't remember his name. It was like Fatu Malu, something like that. And then so and it was like a third nobody for essentially for Greg Olson. He's like, I don't even know a good tight end. What is a tight end? Yeah. <laughs> just just so happened to be Jay Cutler's best you know what statistical else? year. You know what else is 88? Gridiron Gang, 88. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a good one. That, that is a good one. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, you, up here. You up it's a here. goddamn 88. <laughs> <laughs> Up here banging on the set. All right. Uh well we are live on YouTube, so um no, we're we're not perpetrating by we're just I don't even from... know. I thought that was fake. I think I thought that was a fake game. Any eighty eights out there? I don't know. We don't want no smoke with you. Okay. I was I was talking about the movie grid I was actually quoting a movie. Yes. Just want to make sure because we out here. Don't do me like Willie Weathers brother. Hey, check that! Check that out, though. Think about that. The dude that 
that shot up that was ghosts yeah 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 that was ghosts from power yeah mm, mm, mm. funny fun work I feel like that could be in the same universe as like ghosts come up. Well, he got shot though, so. Oh well, his character, I guess. Yeah, he did get murked, huh? He did get murked, like at, right outside the gate, like the most. <laughs> he just kind of fell over too. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't it like was he got like, wet uh, up. It, it was, was just like, like, wood hair pow, like above oh. the rim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shout out. Ah, he remained unathletic I, until the very end because had he had some hips, he could have just turned and took off. But no, he went to put that, put up that, put that never up cross your feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the so could have been bobbing and weaving. That's why he couldn't grow uh, Kyle, yeah, that, well, right hey, there. Kyle, Kyle Watson, yeah, Kyle Watson, Stop playing. Mm. aka Allen Iverson. Moving on. <laughs> so, uh, week what was that fifteen was in the books. Yes. Uh not a good week for the school for the for the show. Um, nah, no, there's no. lose a game that they were desperately in control of. Needed not only did they need, but they were in control of the entire game. Uh, right. Packers fall flat to. Was it the Giants? No, it was, was, it was, was that was week four. This oh. was Tampa Bay. So oh, yeah. to uh Baker Mayfield. And I said it, I said no, it last you called week. It. Yeah, go. I said it last week on Facebook. I said if Tommy DeVito did this, imagine what Baker's gonna do. And very first Packers uh in, in Lambeau, a very first away quarterback to have a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field in history. 381 hmm. yards, four touchdowns. Um Joe Barry must go. Uh, shit, I'm tired of seeing Devondre Campbell and Preston Smith guard uh, the likes of Chris Godwin and um, at times, uh, if whoever who just whoever was in the slot. Um, you just got to know your personnel. They got sacks, it'd be second and 18, we'll give them a 19 yard pass, third and 18, give a 20 yard pass. Um, it's just shit that can't happen, and too many times we've given up a lot of career highs it seems like with this defense and i agree with mike daniels what he said last week culturally this i mean the Packers just have not been culturally a good defense at all we're more mm. we're more offensive base see this is why the bears and the packers need each other as rivals it's like we batman and the joker you know y'all have mm. this defensive identity that is just you know unmatched and you just going back to all the your history and then we have the quarterbacks and the the offenses and the toss sweeps going back to Lombardi so we got that offensive identity and yet here back we shoulder are throw. yin and yang you know what I mean and it makes for it makes for great TV so um but yeah Joe Barry got to go we got to get some type of defensive identity because Jordan Love once again looked great Jordan Love looked great down the stretch I mean yeah we get I mean but when you your defense is getting any stops and you you're forced to go on this back and forth with the Tampa Bay Bucks and, and somebody who's going off. I mean, it's hard, man. You know what I mean? So that's what Mike Evans thousand yard 18 year having. Yeah. He's a hall <laughs> of famer. Like he's a hall of famer. Like you telling me that ever since he got into the league, he's had a thousand yards every year, bro. Every Crazy. single year since he's gotten at least had a thousand yards. And just think about it. He just had good quarterback play in the last few years. Yep. And he had Baker with him last year, too. Yeah, Baker with him last year. Then he had Tom Brady for two years. He just, like, but going back to 2020 and still 
that's only the tip of the iceberg of his career. And he's got a thousand yards with bad quarterback played bad and good. He's had a thousand yards every single year. That's a hall of famer. And he's about to be a free agent too. If I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Uh, but I thought if he goes anywhere, I mean, yeah, he's at that age now. I don't yeah. know. You might want to. Well, no, you're right though, Chef, because he's got he's gotten his ring, right? And his ring, his, yeah. his age right now. He's probably just like, I'm chilling. And then, I mean, you think about the NFC South. Like, you know, how much better are they going to be in the next couple of years? They could. I mean, Tampa can really. If they Anybody can win that, dude. Tampa can really be the kings of the South for, you know, uh, a couple years. Well, until the Bears trade Justin Fields to Atlanta. Nothing. Y'all not getting. I am. Um, I, I hope that. I hope that. I hope that doesn't happen, man. Like, listen. I'm, why I'm they not, gotta trade Fields? Why couldn't they just? I'm not. One I don't picks? want them to trade Fields. Like, they I could don't. Trade the number one pick. Like they could do the Atlanta what they did to Carolina last year. Mm. <sighs> trade the number one pick. Go well, down to number eight, number nine. Get them a player. I put in our chat earlier. I said Kyle Pitts could be part of that package. Uh, see, Kyle Pitts doesn't do much for me. I don't know if I want. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Pitts is, is talented, but he's. I don't. I don't think Atlanta uses him right. He's a. Yeah. I was. About, I was just about to say something like that, Shep. Like he's almost like he, he's kind of a product of bad coaching. Yeah, Arthur Smith yeah. has made some really bad decisions when it comes to the talent that he has on that team. Um, but I mean, Desmond Ritter also has to stop turning the ball over. I don't care whose fault it is. I mean, come on, B. John Robinson. Like, how often? Like, I mean, he don't yeah. get that many touches. So, but here's the thing, though, and 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 Trey, I would love for you to jump in on this one. I mean, if you think about it, Chef as as crazy as Chef is, he <clears> might be onto something because the guy who traded for Justin Fields, the guy who traded for Mitch Trubisky. Is in the building in Atlanta, that being Ryan Pace. Mm-hmm. So I ask you, Shep, run down the details of that. What was the details of the hypothetical trade to Atlanta, who's sitting at like maybe eight or nine? So right now they're sitting at 10. More than likely they're going to lose the rest of these, these last three games. Hopefully, well, the well, Bears game. Yeah. yeah. We don't know about that. Yeah. But go go for it. What was the, what was the trade? What was the trade detail? But you're looking at them being the same position Carolina last year. So, you know, you could actually fleece them for some draft picks plus a player. You know, so you're looking at this year's first, 25 or 20 uh 24 first, 25 and uh possibly 26 first and then get you a second round pick somewhere in there too, probably two second round picks and a player. Because uh, if you're going to move up to one this year to get Caleb Williams, I mean, it's going to be a, a heftier price than you paid last year. So, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, three it ones, was, two it was twos. Atlanta's, yeah, it was Atlanta's first this year. Atlanta's first next year. Atlanta's first in 25. I'm sorry. Atlanta's first yeah. in 24. Atlanta's first in 25. They're second in 25. And they're second in 26. And Kyle, and Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Yep. And I was being generous Trey, do you make that deal if you're the bears if you're the bears no where are you gonna put Kyle Pitts like moving the receiver that's cool but we've seen his we've seen his work ethic we I mean I get it you're in a bad spot 
I don't think, but I don't think Atlanta's moving. I think they move on. I think Atlanta moves on from Arthur Smith. They move on from Desmond Ritter. And if they really feel like it, they can go in for agency, get a veteran, plus draft what? Uh, uh, Jaden Daniels, a Michael Penning Jr. Instead of taking, instead of trading everything away to get Caleb Williams, whenever they can, like y'all talked about earlier, winning that division, they can easily, I think, I think you put Jaden Daniels in that in that team with that Bijan, with the Kyle Pitts, with the Drake London. I think that almost is equivalent to, or even more dangerous than Caleb Williams, without giving up their whole future. So I don't know. That's what that's my I do take. Like, I do like Pennants. So I mean, if they are smart enough to do, you know, why trade for Justin Fields when you go out to if you could just trade up a few spots to get Pennants. Yeah, let me ask y'all that. Let's let's can we have a can we have a quick quarterback powwow? Hold can on, we do that as a as a, hold as on, a hold show? Hold up, hold up. Can we can in this draft? How, what are your quarterback rankings? What what is your top five quarterback rankings coming out of this draft? I'll tell you mine because I said I told you last night. Go, go for it, Trey. I have Caleb Williams and Drake May one A one B. It's just perspective. The third quarterback will be for me Phoenix, then Jada Daniels, then Bo Nix. Okay. Okay. Solid. E. Um. So mine will be slightly different. So I'm gonna go ahead and have. Um. I'm well. I'm gonna have. I'll have Caleb Williams. I mean, I've been harping on him for so long. Um. So I'm gonna have Cap- You know, Caleb Williams. Uh, I mean, number two for me is, uh, is Bo Nix. Uh, number three is going to be Drake May. Um, and that's being generous. I don't, I don't trust quarterbacks out of, I, I, I don't know, um, out of North Car- or Duke. Is it? He goes no, he's from North Carolina. North Carolina, right? Okay, yeah. I don't. I mean, either way, you know, I just don't. Um, so you don't like Sam Howell? You know. Oh. You don't like Sam Howell? Even Sam like- Howell. I'm taking I'm taking Sam Howell over Drake May even because I've yeah. seen him. You know what I mean? No, I get yeah, I get that, but I I'm just saying so. don't let the Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I think there's another quarterback before that Mitchell Trubisky, but but Sam Howell kind of he all right. Yeah, is like, it Sam yeah. Howell or is it uh what, what's his name? OC. I. And then I have, I got this. and then let me finish it. Penix and then uh, Jaden Daniels. Wow, the fact that you have Bo Nix up high—that's okay. That's interesting. I think, I, I, from what I've seen, I, I don't know. I just think that he's been NFL ready for a little bit. Maybe it's just my like eyes. And everything's subjective. I could be tripping. I could be tripping, but we've seen crazier things. I think, I think that Bo Nix is ready to play in the league. I think he's more, more league ready to play. Um, I don't, I don't. I don't mind that. It's the only thing is the reason I Drake. I'm not defending myself, but Drake May is higher because he's like if you want to compare that to Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky was there for one year, and then we traded up and did some dumb stuff. Drake May's been there for like two, three years, and has put up like better stats than Caleb Williams. And then yeah, I I also say the only reason Bo Nixon looks more pro ready is because he's also been playing since Justin Herbert's been in college. So yeah, <laughs> that that's part. I mean. Be that as it may, that's part of it. That's a grown ass man, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who played in the SEC. 
as well as the pack, you know, the Pac-12, um, you know, who offensively in the Pac-12, you have to be able to keep up because it's not a defensive league. It's not a defensive conference. So I feel like, you know, him going over from that and then going over to, you know, these these elaborate offensive schemes, I think that makes him a lot more pro ready. Um, so I think the transfer portal actually helped him out. I think Bo Nix is going to be pretty good, and I don't know why I feel that way. It's just I don't know, just from just from what I see, and then I think he's just ready. He could be the best quarterback in that draft. Who could be Bo Nix? Yeah, AKA Bo Callahan. No, it's fine. He's going to be out for the rest of the year. I guess I I I, I got can it. be. I think I think that he can be. Now, of course, it just depends on where he goes. But I mean, you know, I think that he I think that he can be. I, I actually I dig that because also Bo Nix also was the quarterback for Kyle Pitts. He was at Florida. Oh wait, no, I'm sure. Wait, you're thinking Pitt, of Kyle Trask, sir. Bo Nix was that. Yeah, give me, give me my right. egg. Yeah. Give me my egg. Kyle Trask. Interesting. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. It had to happen sooner or later, Trey. Uh, Dez yeah. and Shep, before I give mine, what about y'all quarterback rankings? Thinking about this, just off the top of your head again. I mean, you can give some analysis of why you picked them at that certain spot, but your top five quarterbacks. Yep. Um, top three would be all pack. So, but it, 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 I've watched, I've watched all three of them and, and head to head. So I kind of like, I would go Bo Nix, Michael Penix, and then Caleb Williams. Um, I, I really like Michael Penix. I don't know why. I just, I do get him coming back off of this injury and, uh, and balling out these past two years and uh, the, the, um, the pace off they have between each other, between him and Caleb and then him and Bo. You know, those are, those are some epic battles between all three of them. Um, so, but, you know, Drake May. And the only thing is with Jaden Downs, I haven't watched him play. That's the only thing why Jaden Downs is not in there because I didn't get a chance to see. I didn't, I didn't watch LSU. Because um, every time I heard his name, I kept thinking of the kid from KU from Kansas. I was like, why is he in the Heisman running? He's not even playing until I found out he was <laughs> from LSU. So, um, with Downs may actually be a really good, you know, up there too so um but if i was just going number one i mean i'd be hard pressed to try and pick bo Nix, but i kind of feel that's 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 where i would go mm. okay des unfortunately i'm putting caleb one first um usc quarterbacks terrify me uh, just because they don't really have a good track history, is is almost like on par, on pair with you know Ohio State, you know, except for CJ in Alabama in Alabama, in Alabama. Yeah. yeah, Alabama. Yeah. That's one you should, yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, yeah, Tua, Okay, but Alpha, okay, so other than he, Tua and Jalen Hurts in the last two three years, who who what, what we talking about when it comes to Alabama? Yeah, Jalen Hurts man. had to go to Lincoln Riley to become pre pro ready. After the year after his uh, coach yanked him out of a game in the second half, because mm-hmm. no, people forget about Mac Jones. Yeah, mm-hmm. people, yeah you know, people is... forget about Brody Croyle. People forget about yeah. AJ McCarron. People forget yeah, AJ, AJ, AJ is starting this AJ week, has so he played he's, a lot of games in the league. Don't he, I, he I, took a helmet him. from uh, uh, from Boy Greg McElroy. There you go. 
Okay. Okay. You yeah. made your point, sir. I, yeah. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, but, but to, to the point, though, like all those big programs, Ohio State, you know, even the LSUs of the world, like we got one Joe Burrow. Like I can't name another LSU quarterback that was like, all right, top line. I always, my mind always go back to Jamarcus Russell. Rohan Davy didn't do nothing for you? Give yourself the buzzer. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> But like, it, it, so that's the thing that terrifies me. It, it's always based off where you go, right? That's what's going to lead to you to the most success. But, right? but what's the quarterback school then? There really isn't one. It isn't. There isn't one. It's, it's always based off. It's always based off where you go, right? If you don't, if your if your franchise ain't set up for the infrastructure to Ooh, support a quarterback then this dude's gonna fail right out the gate yeah. i mean yeah. look at look at look at bryce young they ain't one there te- technically you know but he's p- got sent there to be the franchise saver and he's been below average bad. you know he looks he looks bad like he looks really yeah. bad yeah and so i mean i'm picking caleb williams one on because i mean that's People who's been hyped about that, you know, but the thing about him is West Coast is USC. Harley plays in the code, you know. You asking him, asking him from a lot now. If he was to go to someplace like Atlanta where he could play in the dome, you know, and or like somewhere like the Saints, like you know, all right, cool, you know, he can he can survive and handle his own. But you ask him to come here to Chicago, lefty. No, he's and, not lefty. And, I could have he was lefty. lefty. Okay, Michael my bad. Panic Junior's lefty. Okay. Caleb's ready. Okay. Either way, I ain't high on I ain't high on Michael Penix. I can pass mm. on that. Mm. I like Bo Nix. I don't I haven't watched much quarterback play. I just been, been here about the names. So I, I'm not gonna give you rankings, but I'm just giving you my thoughts on these quarterbacks and where they came come from, right? So I don't I know. Don't, I don't like that Bryce Young slander. I don't think you can judge him right now. Just like no, how people judge. No, 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 no. I'm not judging him. I'm just saying like, right now, the, he in the situation, the structure, with the structure, yeah. he is, yeah, he's he bad because of what's around him, yeah. which or what's which, not around him. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. More, yeah. more. He didn't even have fans this weekend. Like, they were right, fans there. Right. And to me, to a, a, a in a better situation, but you can make the same argument, the same stuff that plagued Justin his first two years, the same things that's plaguing Bryce right now. I think Bryce has it the worst out of. Out of people, and then people don't people forget to bring up the Trevor Lawrence first year too. And that team was horrible with the Urban Meyer. Yeah, I mean, it's just, again situation. But, but I think that we've seen things. I mean, when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, like we we've yeah, seen yeah. some of it that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It, despite him being in the situation that he was, yeah. we saw it. So we like okay, so let me, you know. Yeah. So okay. So let me let me ask you this: What if we don't trade Justin? What if we, you draft Caleb right and use Justin as a development year? If, uh, if this is if this is the 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 ultimatum you go, if the Caleb is the dude that you can't you can't miss on, right? You know, ten years ago, we would have said between Justin and the franchise. Well, though? ten years ago, it, we would have been like, yeah. But the way things go now, I think Mark had spoken on this a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I think I, that's something I had mentioned too. Uh, getting a quarterback, but if you're picking a quarterback number one like that, yeah, it's gonna be. I don't think 
be friction. I, I, what I think will happen, it'll just, it'll just be too much. There'll be a lot of weight going on in there, mm-hmm. you know, because it's I like I don't. You are Justin will be actually training his replacement at that point, right? You know, and then at one point Caleb is going to play. So say for instance Justin balls out, Caleb is going to have to play at one point so they could get some trade value from him if they're going to trade him because he's not just going to sit there for. Like Jordan Love for four, like three, three years, you know. So, so I, I don't, I, I think, yeah. Just to piggyback off a of chef, I think. Listen, I, if you, if it's me, I, and I've been on the record for this, um, just even just let's look using the the uh, Trevor Lawrence template of what he just said, where you see flashes, right? I think we all can agree that you've seen flashes. We all seen flashes from Justin, right? It's just that yes. mm-hmm. it's just that this again, the structure, the the people that he's he's with. Again, just let's I got in this argument. Well, no, I had a good discussion with this with someone um the other day. You had a, a lame duck Matt Matt Nagy, who we see what he's doing with having the best, arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and Patrick Mahomes. Then you put him in a situation where he's getting coached by first-time coordinator Luke Getze, who is a proximity hire because he was next to A.A. Ron Rogers, right? Who hasn't developed anyone. And they're they're expecting Justin to act like a franchise quarterback when he's throwing to Byron Pringle, Equinemia St. Brown. You know what I'm saying? Um... Darnell Mo- Darnell Mooney would have ba- almost back to back thousand yard star thousand yard receiving yards. Lou Getty comes in and now he's an afterthought in the, in the offense. We've seen the plays that and, and, oh and by the way having arguably the worst offensive line in front of him yet he still put up he got an MVP vote he put over thirteen hundred yards rush or twelve hundred yards rushing last year. So. Who do, if if I, if we were to put in stock, who do you trust in more, Luke Getze or Justin Fields? I mean, you, you know, I, I I'm a Fields fanatic. You know, I've been on the show, I've been harping about it. I'm like, don't trade Fields. You know, if anything, we need to keep them build around them, right? I would think about how much better your team would be if you could actually put something around him and mm-hmm. actually actually protect the man. Honestly. You know, no matter what, the way I look at it, you can't leave this next upcoming draft without at least drafting a quarterback. No, I agree. Here's the thing. Your, your draft here's, is one better than Bajan. Yeah, not even that, but here, here's what's more important to that, or as important, I won't say more, but as important, who are you letting develop that? Because if talent, if you, if you can't, there's no one more talented or the tools that Justin has and if he couldn't develop properly or his de- his development has been stagnant with Lugetsi, you don't give him another bite at the apple with pick no, no Absolutely not. That's what I I'm mean, saying. I mean, I mean, but I mean, the thing is like, look, they, I think last week lost pretty much sealed the deal. I think this whole entire staff will be out. Right. And, and so I mean, you can roll the dice on whoever you want to bring in here, but no matter what, I think they should be on board with keeping Justin and continue to build around him. 
I, here's here's what I think, and I'm and I, we kind of dovetail off this question. I don't want to make it totally bear centric because I don't want East Staples to be dropping off his Packer love. Uh, so just real quick before we before we do that, because I got to make sure my guy feels comfortable. Now are, I got that are, out the way. Are they still in line to win the division? Who? Who? The Packers. No way. No. No. Okay. No. I was just kidding. Well, got, we can they win got out. two games. Two games against Detroit still? No. No, no got we got one. Yeah. No, we we have uh, uh, not play them again. You're right. You don't play them. Yeah, again. I forgot about Detroit. Okay, never mind. Continue. So, right? Oh. Right? Real quick, uh, I just still shaped this on Saturday. Uh listen. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a more recent NFC North championship than the uh, Detroit Lions do. I know. So just in case, shout know, out to them. To, any, shout any out to Lions the Lions out there watching those Lions Bay. fans out there. Uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Uh, shout out to uh, our guy, uh, my other little brother, uh, Darius Darling, out there. Uh, but at the end of the day, even though uh, East Staples just gave him a. Uh, yeah, lying. Everything he said was one hundred percent facts. Yeah. Now, let me go ahead and say this. Um, I think the issue with unless the Bears, and that's a whole other conversation we could bring up either later on the show or at a different show. Um, here's what I think: if the Bears somehow win out, let's say they take they go two, they win two more games. Two of the last three, right? So they end up seven and eleven, okay. or seven and ten, right? Something, something like or seven that. And 10, seven and ten. Seven and ten, right? Um, that's a that's a fifty percent increase from what they were last year, and they could honestly say. And and if you is look this, at is this two games? Is this beating at Green Bay or losing at Green Bay? I'm gonna say beating Green Bay. Cool. The reading grade, man, because that's going that's going to carry weight, right? It is. That's going to carry some weight, regardless of how we feel about it. Regardless of does it really make sense, it's going to carry yes. some weight. So let's say so. If he does that, I think Matt Eberflus buys him some time to come back, unless the Bears can get a Mike Tomlin or Jim Harbaugh, right? Let's just say they would do history. A, they would do a Chicago Cup. Yeah, let's yeah, but I don't. Let's just say neither, neither one of those two go anywhere, right? It's a year year too early. I think Eberflus comes back. I already think some of the comments he made during this week is already suggested he knows Luke Getzey's the problem. I said last week or two weeks ago that I think that Matt Eberflus actually really likes Justin. I think he sees, he's starting to see, okay, the guy I got running my offense is the problem. Because they shouldn't have lost that game last week. You, you don't crazy. run that. You the offensive the scheme is okay. Uh, and the offensive scheme is all right. Yeah, I need to look back at that tape because I'm trying to figure out did the offense really start stalling when Tevin Jenkins went out? It did. No, no. That, that was part of it. That was no, that was part of it. But at oh, the same yeah. time, at the same time, why are you going? You're up. You they could have just ran the ball. If they, they just did it three straight times, just just continue to run the ball. They could have sucked up some of the clock. Meanwhile, Luke Getzey's out here throwing the ball three, uh, two, two down, two, three down, three uh, times. Yeah. But that second the, time, that second time. It's still the clock was still running. Yeah, like that. come on, like just. So anyway, I think I think 
<laughs> I think Matt Eberflus might have, if especially how this defense is rolling, because he still doesn't even have the thing that he needs, which is a th- which is a killer three tech in there. Yeah, if you can hit, if you can if you can just sure up the offense, there's a shot for him to stick. And if he has a good offensive person in mind, now he's got to win. He's got to do a, a heck of a sell job because at the end of the day, the again, like I said last week, the the wild card is Kevin Warren. He could be like he could already be like all oh, y'all. That, that, uh, Everybody yeah. got to go. But anyway, they will my, make that move unless they have. But you got yeah, you got to have. You got to have. A, you got to have Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, it'll be like a Mike Tomlin or Harbaugh type. And I honestly, honestly, the way I, especially the rumblings that's coming out from Pittsburgh, because there's a lot of people on insiders and some main sources like your Schefters of the world, uh, Albert Breers of the world. I think the Mike Tomlin thing is going to happen more than the Jim Harbaugh thing. And I think if Mike Tomlin happens, I think that's another possibility that Justin stays versus versus uh, them drafting the quarterback. Yeah, because this year I mean, is just weird. It's odd for Tom, what's going on over there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's, it's just odd. that I, think, I, I, I honestly think they, they just have tuned him out. I think there's too much other stuff going on in Pittsburgh. I think they just need a new voice. But – uh, my quarterback rankings, real quick, before we slide back over to talk to the talk about the Bulls are playing right now. Um, Damn, my, my quarterback that. rankings are. See, I almost I, I I've been saying I I like Drake May as much as better than I do Caleb Williams, and I really don't like either one. Uh, but then like he brought up a good point about North Carolina quarterbacks, and so I I went down and looked at North Carolina quarterbacks that have been in the NFL in the rankings, like. Uh, Sam Howell was ranked number one. Mitch Trubisky, Marquise Williams, uh, Mark May, TJ Yates, <laughs> Darian. Just stop the conversation. Just go Bulls. Just stop after Ronald Curry, Record scratch. Record scratch. Brian <laughs> Record scratch. Ryan Renner. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> Jeremy oh, Renner's brother. So, <laughs> stay, stay out of the snow. The snow. So Sorry. I'm going to I'm gonna go Caleb Williams reluctantly, and and I'm gonna say Drake Mays. Again, I, I agree with everything that, that that Trey said. He's he's had a lot of games. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep Drake May number two. I'm gonna say Penix three, Jaden Daniels four, Bo Nix five. I do just because you played long and you put up numbers. Don't it, don't do anything for me. See Bellis Jones Jr. <laughs> Yeah, I said it. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I'm just saying, you're 28 years old, dog. Yeah, you should be playing. You playing against little kids. Yeah, you should be balling. You should be balling. And I don't think uh, Bo Nix again. I don't that Pac-12 no defense stuff. Yeah, good luck with that in the NFL, buddy. <laughs> good luck with the it. SEC. He was and he was terrible in the SEC. No, he you're was like, not. He was terrible. <laughs> he was trash in the you SEC. He had to go dude. to the listen. If you're I'm good in the SEC, dope. you don't transfer. You stay. He had to go to Oregon. Was he task okay, well, trash? Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess Jalen Hurts. I guess Jalen Hurts was, wasn't in the SEC. I was, it was curious. Jalen's different. I wouldn't say Bo no, Nix was trash. I, would, I just wouldn't. Say. <laughs> I wouldn't say Bo Nix was trash. I would say Bo Nix wasn't in the Heisman candidates, and that's the difference. But yeah, but 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 Bo Bo had hey he had that team he had all that that Auburn team around him. He he looked 
horrible. And they were like, oh, he's not. Nah, nah, he ain't it. I don't know how much of an Auburn team is there, but I just want to take it back off of y'all about the Bears. Because uh, I this would be probably like my only time on the show. And I don't watch, I haven't really watched the Bulls in a while. I've just been watching the Bears. I, I, with the defense looking like this, if they do keep them, that's fine. But I think Kevin Warren will get the, we'll get, all right, we'll get the right offensive coordinator and we'll, won't fix Justin, but we'll put him in better situations. But you have a better team. If you want to win now, you will have a better team if you draft Marvin Harrison Jr. or if you draft a better left tackle. And then you go out inside. If you go out inside like a Michael Pittman or a T. Higgins, you get another receiver and you keep Mooney. I don't think I can think obviously say that that is a top ten, top five receiving core. If you go get T. Higgins and Michael Pittman and or and keep Mooney or draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and you get the right coaching. Something's going on with Mooney. I just want Marvin. I I want Marvin. I think Mooney's. I think I told you before. I said last week. I think Mooney is hurt. And I think honestly, I think Mooney. Remember who was his men? Who was his mentor? Let me ask the Bear fans real quick. Des, Trey, Allen, A Rob. And remember how A Rob looked his last year with the Bears. Check bad. This. Mooney's looking bad. And bad. possibly, and possibly he could be looking over at Tyler Scott, thinking too much about Tyler Scott at the same time. I don't think Tyler Scott's that. I mean, Tyler Scott's got to catch a couple passes before. Well, yeah, but at the same time, he's like, like they drafted a wide receiver that looked like they just. Drafted my replacement already. I'm I'm with I'm with Trey. I'm with Trey here. Let's say and I would I would also go sign Tyrod Taylor to mentor him to Fields. Somebody that's been in the league. Like did you say, the best yeah, so like, this is, is how you rehab this. Tyrod <laughs> Taylor for what? Tyrod Taylor here. Here's what happens when they puncture your lung. No. <laughs> Don't let them put a needle in your side. Yeah. All right, well. <laughs> no, I think I, I, I mean, okay. Yeah. That, cause I, I, that, that, that's important, but I don't think the bears are going to go draft, uh, go draft the quarterback and go sign a, cause they're going to yeah. draft the quarterback. Yeah. They tried yeah. it with PJ Walker, even though he yeah, was like a veteran. Work. Yeah. But and at this point, I think they got their number two. And just as at the point where he doesn't really need too much more mentoring. I, yeah. Unless it's I, from another system. I think I think you're looking at maybe drafting someone here. Okay, let's put it this way. Let's just say what the Bears do with what Trey says. They go get you a Michael Pittman. They go get a uh, uh, they go get a T Higgins. Right. You don't need Marvin Harrison oh. Jr. at that point. Yep. Well, what you could do yeah. now Ooh, might not even come could, out. What you he's gonna come out. I don't. I don't. But this whole you're gonna get twenty million dollars. No. 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 You, he, you you're one hit away from you never playing in the in, in the league where you can make the same amount of money. No, or actually more money. He's going to the league. I think it's just all a ploy. Um, what you could do though, let's say they sign those dudes, they trade down, they get a Dallas Turner to be on the outside, and let's say they get <clears throat> they draft that uh the young that the three tech, the the key piece that they need in Ibrahim's defense, the dude from Illinois, or even the Texas. The lineman, DeAndre, DeAndre, uh, or, De, or, De, or DeAndre Swift. Let's say you do that, name. and you got some more, and you got some more ammo. And let's say you sign a Connor Williams, although he just tore his ACL, so he's gonna be out for a while. But you shore up that center spot in the offseason, and you get some more, you get some more draft. I mean, yeah, you could, you could do that. You could, and because basically next year would be a situation with Justin. Hey. 
there are no excuses. And depending on who comes in, again, whether it be offensive coordinator or our new head coach, That's you could probably look at drafting a, maybe not a Jaden Daniels, but you could look at getting a Michael Penix late in the first round, early second round, kind of mm-hmm. do like that whole, kind of in a similar situation to how uh, Lamar Jackson was with Joe Flacco. who We just saw look, you know, he was old as hell, but he balled last week. Smart, still smart. Still smart enough to, to, to do what you need to be done. Like to, to do the throws that need to be done. Which reminds me, too, you telling me the Bears couldn't assign Joe Flacco? So run out having to show off your, your Tyson Bajant, who should be your number three? It's I'm just saying. two weeks for that guy, man. Shout out to him, man. I don't, to think, I, don't, I don't think Getsy can even put up an offense running e-mobile quarterback. Like, that, a quarterback that can't move. I'm, I'm, again, but if that's the case, if, if that's the if that's the case, he shouldn't be the he shouldn't be the offensive coordinator. He got he's another another reason why someone got overpromoted. Period. As an offensive coordinator, you should be able to take whatever you got as a coach. As part of the, it's in the title, you need to coach, coach around which with the talent you have and make it work. And if you can't, because you got to have your guy, your system, then you don't need the job. Period. Speaking of period. The Bulls have been balling. Uh, let me say this. The Kobe, the Kobe White Bulls have been balling these last 10 games. Even in losses, they've been looking pretty good. Now, I don't know yeah. what they're looking like tonight because uh I just I just saw a face that Des has made and then just I, I, I don't know, I just saw Kobe just Kobe, like you said, Kobe been balling. But continue. Yeah. We yeah, just, Kobe's we been just I saw that I saw him last night a little bit doing the whole thing. Uh, on he broke down someone off the dribble, did the behind the back, fade away in the paint, almost got blocked, blocked by LeBron, but just went right over uh, uh, AD just to give like the Bulls a go ahead. Like, like it was just the Bulls have been playing well, fellas, and, and it's been noticeable since they've been playing well without one Zach Levine, fellas. Pat Williams has been showing off. So. Pat Williams, Pat Williams was doing his best. And oh, by the way, we're seeing Demar Derozan turn into Demar back in the and when he was playing with the Spurs, where he was averaging about seven, six, seven, eight assists a game. Nine Fellas. last night. Nine, yeah, he had nine last night. Fellas, yeah. And oh, by the way, the Bulls are five games going into this game. They're five games under five hundred after the horrendous start that they had this season. Fellas, is it time to just say, "Hey, I'll trade. I'll give. Up, I'll give whatever I can." Is that? Is this? Is it? Well, first of all, let's, be, let's before we get to the Zach Levine talk. Are we buying into how the the is this just a is this just a quick run or is this something you think this is something the beginning of something, you know, long lasting for the Bulls for the rest of the season? Um, I mean. <clears throat> Uh, you know, of course, we have a stretch like this to where you've won five out of your last seven, or you know, whatever the whatever the case may be. Um, or five out of the last eight, whatever we lost to the, the two. I think the two losses are against the um the Bucks and the Nuggets. So, <laughs> if that says anything, those are potential. You know, who are going to be at least in the conference final? I would I would imagine this year, um, or you know, um, but. You know, it's, I think it's it's I think it's somewhat can be sustainable. I mean, yeah, we look a little flat tonight, um, you know, but 
listen, it's it's just it, it feels different. You know, they're they're moving the ball a lot better. They're taking way better shots. Like you said about P. Will, P. Will's been impressive as far as just like his motor and um his aggression on the offensive end. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, uh Javon Carter got back to hitting some threes, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, just playing really well. So um, you know, Caruso doing his thing, obviously with some on ball defense. Um I feel like they just have, you know, they just have a lot of chemistry right now. So, you know what I mean? And then hold on. Well, you know, my man, my man wants to be a guest. Hold on, real quick. Real quick. He wanna say something. Shout out to guys. Nas. This my this my I, this is my game watching buddy. We always watch, you know, we watching the games and stuff together. He lets me know when we playing. So let let's see what what what'd you say about them last night? What'd you say? The Bulls they won yesterday. They um, did win yesterday, Nas. Yeah, Alex Crusoe, he was going off. Um, uh, Kobe White, he was going off. DeMar DeRozan had 27 points. And Vucevic had a double-double. Yeah, he did. He did. Nas, let me ask you this. Do the Bulls look better without Zach Levine? Yes. Oh. There it is. There it is. You, okay. Do you do you want do you want Zach to to be traded or do you want Zach to come back? Come back. You do want him to back? Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Last question. We appreciate your time because we know how busy you are on Christmas break. Do you think the Bulls will make the playoffs? Yes. Oh, he said. The- Okay. Okay. That is Nas. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining the show. Any any other things you want to say before before you give it back to your dad? Anything else you want to say? No. Okay. All right. Cool. Straight to the point. <laughs> Just right to the point. There is. There is making his show debut, Nas. Yeah. So E, I know you just thank you for getting past the headphones. We had to get the uh, the young superstar, uh, the 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 media mogul himself, Nas, in the building. So I, I know I know you heard his responses, but you didn't hear the questions. So we asked him straight up, "Do you think the Bulls have been playing better without Zach Levine?" He was like, "Yes." Yeah. I was like, "Do you?" He was like, "Do you want Zach to come back?" And he also said yes, which which was interesting. And then we asked him the follow up question: "Do we think the Bulls?" Are gonna make the playoffs, and he said yes. So yeah, yeah. He he broke. He gave us some. He gave us some breakdown about Vooch having a double double. He gave us some analysis, just like I would expect, being you know your son. So uh, you know. whatever you're doing, sir, can, can keep up the great work with the uh, breakdown. He also said, by the way, he's coming for your spot. Uh, no, he didn't oh, say that. Okay. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. But <laughs> uh, that's kind of the, the energy he had, right? Um, so. Just wanted to put that out there. As a matter of fact, I think in 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 twenty twenty five, it might be the it might be the um, the uh, the N and J uh, N and T show. It'll be Nas and Trey. They might just take over. <laughs> they might, yeah, we got pass the torch. <laughs> pass the torch to them. <laughs> talking talking sports, but um, but yeah, um, I, I I feel like the Bulls they're, they're going to be in the quandary because if they keep playing like this. And no, they're not saying it. Des, what do you do with, with 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 Zach? Like he's seeing this. He's not dumb. He's he's sitting courtside and he's seeing what's going on. Like, do you even maybe try to see if things will work out, or is this past a foregone conclusion? You just gotta cut bait. 
Oh, man, you know, it's crazy because I appreciate exactly what he's done in a Bulls uniform, right? Uh, a part of me want to see if he can still elevate what's been going on, right? Like, but I think, I don't think he's mentally check out, you know, Port saying like, you know, he's been all in on his teammates. Maybe it's his beef with the organization that has him like, you know, I'm tired of my name being out here year after year after year, just trade me at this point. Like, it don't matter. Uh, but other than that, I'm going to support my teammates because I want to be a good dude to my teammates. You know, I still got a lot of cool people that I grew up with. Like, you know, if you think about it too early, you know, Zach was high on Kobe when he first came in, right? You know, and so, you know, to say Zach, I don't know what that relationship been like, right? But I'm sure that Zach always, you know, told Kobe, you know, keep your head up, keep shooting, right? And I mean, I, and Kobe, you know, product of CP3, right? You can say that, whatever. But you know, Kobe been balling. Uh, I think it be it will behoove the Bulls to at least give it a week or two run to see how this can shape out. Like the Bulls have been six, I think six and three without Zach so far. Right, won a lot, a couple back to backs, won some impressive games against teams such as LA against the Bucks. Right, I think the games that they I lost in is Philly as well. Uh, yeah, be, be, yeah, be a Joel and B team that Joel just wakes up and puts forty on the Bulls yeah. without without yeah. breaking a sweat. My man had twenty going in like middle of the second quarter, and so to be the beat. That team, you know, I think Joel's record against the Bulls is like now it's like fourteen and two. <laughs> so, what was that crazy? What was that crazy uh, thing we saw? Stout this Sixers E. Wasn't it like uh, oh. the Bulls are now? Like, They've won six straight games in Philadelphia. <laughs> or something crazy. Ten years or something, or I, I don't know what it. I don't know what that. We, we didn't. We didn't know. Yeah, it was like they. they so. Yeah, it was odd. Like they beat Philadelphia. One in Philadelphia, which I didn't, I think they got it wrong. It's one of them yeah. stats where you have to really go deep into the archives and like just bring it out. Yeah, like, but regardless, done this. Yeah, but regardless, I'll like to see Zach at least one more time yeah. to see if we can get like the the thing about before Zach got hurt, he wasn't playing his best basketball, right? Right. And so, you know, I think it's worth seeing. You don't lose a twenty point a game score. And your team gets better, right? You just, mm. you know, like it, it's weird, you know. But that's that's what happened, right? I'm watching the Bulls; they move the ball around. The ball doesn't stick as much as it used to. But you know, I I, I don't know what to think of it. I've been happy to see all the young fellas ball out. Kobe for sure. Even Io stepped up. Uh, even Pat Will starting to find his groove. It could be just a product of them just really starting off the season really, truly bad. But in the beginning, the team was it was piss poor. It was getting blown out. When you have you seen a lot of close games, a lot of them responding back to adversity in games, right? Yeah. So it's it's yeah. weird seeing them act like this now without Zach. So I I part of me want to see see Zach come back, right? Um, but I'm all for you know I get the the idea of trading them as well because hopefully we can get a bang for our buck. 
And I like mm. what you said about adversity because that was my problem. And I, I, I said it on the show too. It's like, this is a team that they'll get into a, a, you know, they'll give up a run or something. And then it just all goes downhill from there. And even, you know, last night weathering the storm with LeBron and them, you know, yeah. going on their multiple runs and, you know, they had an uh-huh. 18 point game had been dwindled down to two or three and they were able to come back, you know, just continue to make shots to stay aggressive uh-huh. on the defensive end. So, I mean, that's what I, that's all we want, right? That's, that's really all we want with this group. And the fact that a lot of young guys are getting all this experience and things like that, like, you know, I, I just think it says a lot, you know, uh, for the future. And hopefully I'd be cool with either one, just like you, Des. I mean, I'd, I'd be, you know, if they go ahead and get rid of them, I would rather have them do that quickly. But if they gave it a week, I'd say that's fair as well. You know what I'm saying? So, um I- I like the idea of giving him a week just to just to build up his trade value because you before he got hurt, people were saying there really wasn't much of a market for him. Right. But if you can come back and show that he's valuable, then he gives you an option. Options are never a bad thing. Right. Right. But before the game, uh, they I know they had spoke to uh, to Donovan about him, you know, of all the the talk and everything. And Donovan's response was, you know, like I after everything is going on it's like he knows that Zach can get to the cup it's like and how can you give up on a player like that so what he was that sounded what was coming out of his mouth was like I think he's he believes that I could fit back into whatever whatever they got going on now because the question was asked I was like well how come you all couldn't play like this before while he was there and uh he says whatever it is like now we got this going we got a good rhythm and then he said I think Zach could fit that rhythm real well with no problem. I so. so I I hear and I believe Billy when he says that. I think Billy's one of the most um honest coaches. Like he doesn't give you a lot of coach speak. You know, and, and, and NBA coaches are a lot different than NFL coaches. NFL coaches act like you asking for state secrets. NBA coaches are going they're going to they're gonna, for the most part they're going to be honest cuz they they know you see the same game that they see, right? Um, and so they, they're a little bit more forthcoming, um, just from a lot of reports, uh, whether you listen to ESPN 1000, six, seven score, listening to, uh, or you read, you know, commentary by Joe Cali, uh, or anybody like that. It seemed like there, the fracture in the relationship was never from the bulls perspective. It was from Zach relationship with Billy like he was still pissed at Billy for the for him being benched in Orlando last year and that's where a lot of that friction came up with plus he the fact of the matter he signed with clutch sports and you know how clutch gets down like they want their stars you know they're trying to some of it some people like to think that it's a way for you know LeBron to pull strings to get the guys he wants on his team or whatever and, and, and there might be some truth or may not be that might not be fair but it also might be some truth to that I'm not sure but it just seems to me just from what I gather I'm not I, I guess I'm saying what I'm saying is I'm not surprised what Billy said I still think this is more so Zach and his camp I should probably say more so leading the charge to get out of Chicago or leading the charge to some of this stuff but at the same time, too, like I said, it, it, it's it's fairly obvious that the team there was something going on chemistry wise in that team where Zach just didn't fit in, and I mm-hmm. think part of it too might be just a little bit of ego because let's be let's be real about one thing. 
this was supposed to be Zach's team. Since the moment DeMar's touched down, it's been DeMar's team. Yes. And every and DeMar has been that leader. DeMar has been going to Windy City games. DeMar has showed up in Vegas and really got a hone on these guys. Everyone's rallying around. DeMar champagne. Doing, yeah, DeMar still DeMar's still doing DeMar's stuff. But he's actually also facilitating more where Zach's doing a lot of you okay, let me I guess I should put it this way. I see a lot more selfish play in Zach's game than I do DeMar, even though they might do the exact same thing. It's a lot of Zach took a lot of my turn two shots versus DeMar, who is taking things more in the flow of the offense, right? And I, I think some of that, you know, the young cats might be tired of that. We saw this a little bit with uh to be honest, we saw a little bit of this with um at the end of the Derrick Rose come up in of Jimmy Butler where like it was like this cross section between the established talent and the newer talent coming where they just they just couldn't for whatever reason get on the same page. Okay. You're on you're on me e. Oh no no um my bad fellas I want to say nothing. Yeah but uh no I was gonna say um that also uh, just kind of just to piggyback off of the uh, DeMar situation um, look, I mean, DeMar's just been a consummate professional, and I think that he's been through something similar when it, you know, just think about those Raptors teams, um, you know, him and Kyle Larry, you know what I mean? You, you'd have those debates of whose team was it, um, you know, at that time, him being the focal point, and then Zach, I think Zach was barely winning dunk contests at that point. You know, um, I just think that from a maturity standpoint, you know, DeMar's always going to have that edge. And naturally, your basketball team, especially your young basketball team, who's desperately looking for, you know, a turnaround when it comes to the winning and the culture, is going to gravitate towards that, you know, more so. That's fair. Then, um, you know, more so than I mean, because we've seen Zach play some hero ball. It's even bled into Demar a little bit, you know, not just yeah. not taking really good shots when it comes down to, you know, not the end of the game, but even turning points of the game, right? We've seen it to where they just take real bad shots, go on a real bad drought. And next thing you know, here we are. So, um, this brings me, you bring up an interesting point and which just triggered me a question and I'm gonna ask this to all y'all. I'm gonna start with Eve. I want Trey to jump in with this one too. So we all know the bulls have been playing good and let's just hope hypothetically say they win tonight. Do you, the dangerous thing is hope, right? Let's see what the team is doing, and you're hoping that this continues. But are the Bulls missing on the opportunity to possibly get closer to a championship, meaning by trading some of their valuable pieces, such as DeMar? Like, or like Alex Caruso. Everyone talks about how Alex is, and he has been vital, but we also know Alex is going to miss in an 82-game season. He's probably going to miss... 20 ish games because he's 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 hurt so right. and it's just you can, it's from the way that he plays right right not because he's brittle you know not saying? because he's brittle yeah. but because he's a hard-nosed player he just plays that way so do you pass on the opportunity to maybe get two first round draft picks for Alex Caruso do you do you bring back DeMar at the end of the season like what do you do what how is all this stuff that's transpiring 
getting the Bulls closer to a championship. Because we, I think we're all in agreement that the Bulls aren't going to win a championship this year, right? As President Lincoln instructed. So how is all this, which is great, and I think we finally have two foundational pieces in Kobe and who, who we have locked up for a couple of years right. and Patrick Williams, who's going to be restricted free agent. So we have our pieces, but what do we do with the DeMars, the Alex Caruso's like to get us closer to that championship window? What, what, what are your, what are your all thoughts process on that? Like, what do you do in the meantime, I guess? E, and then like I said, I'll come, I want to come to Trey with that question. Let's keep DeMar. I mean, let's keep DeMar for another year. Um, and, I mean, if you got to trade a Caruso, you got to trade a Caruso. And, you know, um, but I think that getting some more younger pieces can help. We don't, like you said, the hope, you know, hope can be a dangerous thing. You don't want to get caught in this purgatory almost of like, you don't want to be, yeah, you don't want to be John. You don't want to be what we just got rid of. John Paxson and all them falling in love with their players and never being afraid to pull the trigger right, to move right. or to get assets. Tough decisions have to be made. This is a business. And as long as it's, you know, as long as it makes sense, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we've been patient this long, bro. Might as well. Okay. You know, if we got some foundational pieces, all right, we'll set the damn foundation. Okay. It's been, I mean, it's been. 25 years since our last championship you too know, long it'd be nice it'd be nice to get back to one you know it'd be nice shit by the time the not serious my age we we got one or two more of them things <laughs> you know what i'm saying like think so. about this like let, let's let's put this perspective and des i mean trey i want you and, and des to then jump in here but think about this it's been a decade since we even thought we had an opportunity now it's going back to the d rose that that's 10 a decade like Trey was, you know, barely just becoming a sports fan when we lost when 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 that unfaithful night against actually over because that was too no that was two thousand that was twelve years ago that was twelve years ago that was yeah. two thousand eleven yeah wasn't it yeah with, Sean with the, uh my six month who's thirteen years old uh Sean was six months here six months yeah uh, chilling watching the playoffs with me in his little crib <laughs> in his little swing. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Whatever it was, you know. So that's how long it's been, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. So Trey, what do you think? Like what like as far as that, like would you kind of keep keep building around maybe brick by brick, or would you kind of maybe tear down the wall and and try to find some assets to maybe instead of you know knocking on the wall and expanding down the foundation? What would you do with, with this with this current state of the bulls? I would I haven't watched and like really sat down to watch the Bulls in a while, but I do know if I can get Levine for two first and maybe another player, I'm I'm pulling the trigger in a heartbeat, because the I I do know I do know I I do know this the amount of talent coming out in this year's draft, but the drafts after this year, is like amazing. Like yeah, like the year after this year's is Cooper Flag. Everybody knows who that is. Dylan, uh, Ron Harper's son, and this, and then Dylan Harper's also like this. Just the amount of draft, the amount of potential that we could ha- accumulate from the trade trade that we start now would be amazing. I would, I would rather pull the um, 
the trigger all over on Demar over Caruso. I don't know if anybody else would be with that with me. So you would rather mm-hmm. you would try you would trade Demar, but you so you would rather keep Caruso for for chemistry, sir. Even though let's let me ask you this, and Des, you can both you. I want Trey to answer, and Des and Shep jump in there. If you could get, would you rather trade Demar and maybe get less? But then what you could get for Caruso mean like maybe get like a, a, a potential flip first round pick. Cause remember DeMar and DeMar's on a last year of his contract he's going to be free. So you're not really gonna get much value for him. Where Caruso there's been talks that the, the bulls could get upwards of at least two first round picks for Caruso because of every team wants a, a guy like Caruso. So would you pass on getting that type of haul for Caruso over Demar, would you rather trade Demar and then, or 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 the third option? You can do you know trade all you no know, trade, Demar, Caruso, and Zach. What would you do, Trey? And then I want Dez and Shep to jump in on that question. I would trade, like I said, I would trade Demar and Zach before the trade deadline, and then I would trade Vuce next year. Try maybe draft a center this year, pick one up. So you're keeping Caruso. You're not getting the two first I'm round keep, draft picks. I'll okay. keep Caruso. And okay. then uh, before I go, is uh, Kyron Williams got hurt. Ka- what? Ka- Kyron yeah, Williams, Williams got hurt? Yeah. Oh, damn. Like hurt, hurt? Or just like he's out banged up for. He, he's, a, he's in the tent. <sighs> Sorry. For those who are watching on YouTube Live, we and we, we thank you for watching, but. Uh, Des and I are sharing a fantasy football team. We're in the quarterfinals uh, game before, you know, and Kyra Williams is on our on our team. So give uh, us five and a half points. I think I just saw him though, so he might be back. Let me see. Yeah, oh, he's, he's back, back in. in. He's back, yeah, in. back in. He's back in. Woo! Hold so on. We need we need we need a touchdown for him. We need at least like we need at least like fourteen to twenty points. Yeah, he's five back and a half. there. Five and a half points ain't gonna cut it. Oh no, Five no. And I feel like I feel it coming. I feel it coming. All right, Dez, answer or actually Shep. I'll let, let Shep, I'll let Dez reset himself. Or let's let Dez, are you ready for the answer? You ready to give your answer? I I'm ready to give. You know, give, me, give us give us your answer on that. I you know, I was gonna ask actually you guys if you was to if you had to trade one, right? Whether it be Damar, what if you could insert Zach and still keep the same flow and the same performance? that's going on right and it becomes the matter of fact that are you either going to keep Demar or are you keeping zach which one you who are you trading in that point if if i could if, if i keep, could if you can maintain the same level play that's going on right i would keep just pop I would, out? it was it'd be it'd be I, I would trade Demar and keep zach if i could like on theory like it did like i'll give you a perfect example if this was 2k i'm trading Demar. Real life, not quite sure. Yeah, it's tough either way. I think, uh, I I think no matter what, um, I want them to keep adding on talent to the team because you, you can see fruits of, all right, you can honestly you can see the fruits of, uh, what's the word that they patience. they always, no 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 not patience, labor. Uh, continuity continuity. Oh you God! Can... Not the Ryan Pace word. Oh, yeah. continuity. Oh my God! Can... I gotta get out of here. 
you can see you can see fruits of it. I mean, I, I think of, I think about looking at Io, looking at Kobe, looking at Pat. Like they're excelling, right? Even 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 ta- uh, what's my call? Dalen Terry. Yeah, he's Dalen is playing a little bit better, right? I like the Phillips kids better, but go ahead. I, I mean, Philip. Hey, Phillips is gonna be nice. I'd like, give him like two years. He's gonna be nice. He's gonna be nice, right? Like, I don't think what the kids like nineteen. Yeah, right. Former, like, he, former five star All American. Yeah, like, the talent's like, there. Yeah, the, the kid's gonna be nice. Like, that's the thing about like I, honestly about AK. Well, you could say the one thing that they missed on was Marco. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sorry. There we go. Um, yeah, I don't even know, yeah. I don't even know where he's at, but regardless, Over, back overseas. I, uh, okay, probably where he belongs. <laughs> but anyways, but I mean, uh, <laughs> all right. But but I mean, I, I like the the ability to just whatever it takes us to add more young players. Um, and no matter who you have to get rid of. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, if you see, think about I it, would. if you think about it. Larry, the biggest with getting getting rid of young talent is you don't want them to turn into Larry marketing. Yeah, but here's I I would lose. I would go ahead and uh, lose Zach for the simple fact of since he's been gone, these younger cats got to play. Like I don't know what the holdup was to get him in if the minutes weren't there. But since Zach's been out, like Dalen Terry's been playing some heavy minutes, you know. And uh, uh, it's very helpful for them to do that. Like, and I don't, I, we've always asked, like, uh, Donovan, like, come on, man, you know, I know you got to develop. You had IO set for so long, and only reason you got in was because of injury, you know, but that's what's happening again. Yeah, Kobe, so, I'm sorry, Kobe's just be balling. Sorry, he is, um, he's going, he's, he's insane right now. You know what's, like, like, you know what's like, crazy? The thing, the, the thing about Kobe, hold up, real quick, the thing about Kobe right now, he's shooting at like Dame level type shots you know what i'm yeah. saying like and like cash like step back like logo ish what, what is what is crazy that's though. Lose, though that's that i think that's one big part of it it was behind zach and behind alonzo before he got hurt and then they got bringing and bringing gordon Dragic before him like before he even really got the main chance to shine like this but he don't got nothing to lose he got well, he got his money that, he's on that, that rookie contract yeah, that that, but also the fact. Here's the crazy thing, Chuck. Uh, I think Chuck Swarovski, what the guy that does the pre uh, does the uh, radio for the Bulls, right? Did an interview with Kobe. Do you all do you all know? I don't know if y'all heard this. You know he's just learning how to shoot. No one has formally taught him how to shoot. So they got this the shooting coach. From DePaul, mm-hmm. like he said, everyone because he had a, such a low shot, and everyone, no one said anything to him because it looked form right. It was just a little bit low, but no one's actually worked with him on how to shoot. And said so this is his first year where he someone had. And he said he'd been asking people. It's crazy to me that someone as talented as he is, no one actually took the time to invest in that skill set for him. And now he had been pestering the guy and pestering the guy. So all off season they had worked on his shot to be a little bit to be more, um, to look at the back of the rim, just stuff that we've all probably grown up with hearing, he's hearing for the first time and the confidence is coming through it. Like you see it, like his shot is at another 
Like Dad said, he's he's looking like Dame out there, right? So it's crazy to me that someone at the NBA level is just now getting coaching, and now you're starting to see him over these last, what, 10 games? Like, you got DeMar calling him to be an all-star because he's averaging almost, he's putting up 27, 26, 8, 9. You know what I mean? Are people forgetting that he's 6'5"? He doesn't look 6'5", but he really is 6'5"? Yeah, that dunk was insane. It's really helping. Yeah. Well, like Kobe, then, yeah, uh, and just like to piggyback of what uh, Shep said earlier about the younger guys is that they're getting a lot of minutes, but they're getting quality minutes. We yeah. can use that in these back-to-back games when you, you know, you at home and you got back-to-backs. You know, don't nobody like back-to-backs in the NBA, but if you give us quality minutes, that takes away some minutes from the from the starters that we may need in critical parts of the game and so, wear and tear. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Dalen's got 15 minutes tonight, and the game ain't even over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And Dalen, he got some quality minutes last night, too, against the Lakers, which, you know what I mean, allows everybody to kind of stay fresh, yeah. you know, when you're minutes. getting quality minutes, not turning the ball over, you know, defensive energy, things like that that you can substitute in. Um, man, I'm telling you, you know, that that's that's one of the most impressive things. See, everybody, it's, it's all about like, oh, well, everybody wants to say, you know, man, you just won a championship. You're impatient. No, no, no. I'm I'm happy with the little things that's going on right now. The things that I'm watching all these games, the little things that's happening, those are foundational pieces that helps your franchise get better. So that's what I want to see. It's not that we – I know that we're not going to win the Eastern Conference this year. I know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not delusional. But we can go we down can fighting, start piecing though. things together, creating a different culture of winning that we haven't had in quite some time. I'll take that, bro. I'll take it. Yeah, because it's steps to this. It's levels to this. Even even yeah. if you drop the generational talent in it, it's not going to happen overnight. It's only happened overnight in really one setting that I could think of, and that was San Antonio. And they already had, you know, a Hall of Famer already there. They just added another Hall of Famer mm-hmm. at a, a young age. Outside of that, it never is overnight. Ever. Never. So it's gonna be it's, there. There's steps to this. It's not. It's gonna be a winding road to get to where we need to go to. How long so. did it take the Warriors to get to where they needed to be? Yeah, and that's that was that was that was, that was before uh, you know Draymond yeah. was going around doing WWE moves on everybody. In the show, Iron Davis. <laughs> In the show. Last thing. Last. Last. Last segment. It is also the segment that we say. Oh, say less. Um, fellas, we're coming up. It's, it's been on. We're, we're coming up on the uh, Christmas uh, slash New Year vibe. Uh, it's been a great season, great year for the Meanie Show, uh, and just us personally. So, as I put it into uh, the group text, we got one thing we're thankful for personally and one wish we have for our sport team. I'm going to start it off uh, with the man who has his name in the title. Either God kick us off um, before we end the show. So one thing that you're thankful for personally and one wish you have from a sports related standpoint, again, it could be anything. You can go anywhere with that. So E kick us off. Um, yeah. So, uh, really one thing that I'm thankful for, man, right now is my health, man. Uh, you know, obviously I had some things going on with my heart earlier this year, uh, in March, as we close the year, it's been, 
nine months since that happened. And it, it was just really con completely changed my outlook because, you know, you get sick and then it's just like, you know, you're, you're a little sick, but this felt way different. Um, you know, if it was really tough going on, things going on and it really challenged me physically and mentally. So the fact that I'm still here and I feel great, I was able to get back on the court and, you know, things like that, get back to somewhat some type of normalcy after about two or three months, um, that just going into this next year, man, just making sure that I focus on my health. So, um, that's one thing that I'm really grateful for, you know, I'm not saying that it would have, anything would have faded or would have happened, but you never know. Had I not, had I decided to try to tough it out overnight instead of going to the emergency room, who knew, who knows what could have happened. Right. Right. Ended up being worse than I thought. So, um, definitely grateful for that because I'm able to enjoy, you know, my kids and, you know, my family for another, you know, for another Christmas or holiday season. So a lot of people dread these, you know, times because of stress or whatever, whatever. But, you know, it's it's, it's different for me this year. And, and um, you know, I'm just really happy to have the people around me that's been helping me out, um, including Shep, you know. So uh, everybody's helped me out and put a part into, you know, me getting out of this year um, on a positive note. So I'm really happy for that. That's one thing I'm thankful for. So. We thankful uh, for you. We thankful for you, E, because um, <clears throat> one thing that I think as men, particularly um, men of color, one of the things that we don't like to do, we don't like to go to the doctor. No. Nah. Historically. Right. Um, so we're, first of all, we're absolutely glad you're here. I don't, I don't, I don't, not even just, you know, the show as a whole, that what we do here, this is fun. Just on a, just, just on a, uh, just on a, obviously personal level, it, you know, you, you, you play such a big part in, in a lot of people's lives and, um, and you're an amazing father, um, you know, a great brother and a, and a, and a, and a great son and a great friend. And, uh, so yeah, we are so thankful for you. We are, um, we thank you for all your contributions to the show. Um, and we thank you that you're still here. And I, I, I think that 2024 is going to be an outstanding year for you, uh, personally, professionally, uh, and, and definitely more importantly, health wise. So oh, it's going to be a movie. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. nice. Oh, it's and sports. One thing I forgot my sports thing. Yeah. Go for your sports um, thing. Uh, I hope, you know, I, I thought about this cause I was like, you know, Oh, Oh yes. The Packers won the championship for sure. But and I was like, you know what, man? I can't celebrate that with my guys, man. You know, I need, I want the Bulls to win a championship, man. I need that to have, whether it's this year or years that I want to be able to be on this show after a game. Let's get them out of there after a game five. You know what I'm saying? The finals. And we say, you know, man, we champions again, fellas. We here, you know. Right. So that's the thing I wish if I had a sports genie, like, hey, man, what you want? Let me get that Bulls championship first. And then you know, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and get the 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 Packers next. But you know. okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, Respect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Des on this. Uh, what's the questions again? Oh my god, this, this guy, this guy. That was that was a real question. I was I, I got emotional about. Hold on, first first I got emotional about Easter because I I totally forgot about. You know what transpired with them and um you know what i'm saying it's like everyone mentioned you know as a black man you know people of color I mean, we don't like doctors uh we don't go to the doctors when 
Honestly, I ain't gonna say when it's too late, but when when something has happened, you know, that's what causes us to go to the do- doctor. It's not something that we just routinely go do, like we go get our hair cut or get, go get our hair done, right? And so, you know, um, so I, I was just thinking about that. Uh, I do remember what's the one thing you wish for your sports team, but what was the other question? What's the, what's your one thing you're thankful for personally this year? Oh man, one thing I'm personally thankful for uh this year is uh family. Um, you know, uh each year that we can go on and still uh be able to reach out, touch your loved ones, uh that's close by to you, uh means the world. Uh hold on to those those moments because uh, you know, life ain't you know, life ain't promised tomorrow. You know, people are waking up sick with, you know, COVID third version of it, whatever the case may be, right? Flu, you know, people, uh, you know, are being taken out of this world quicker than we've ever seen. Um, so one thing uh, I'm always grateful for is family. Um, you know, uh, I know I, well, I've, seen, I've seen Mark multiple times this year, which is crazy because it's, you know, don't happen too often, you know. So I've seen Trey a couple of times this year. So, I mean, that don't happen too often. Uh, I got, you know, my parents up right in the backyard, you know, which I'm grateful for. Shout um, out. Yeah. So, um, you know, things on the up and up. Uh, I know for me personally, I need to, you know, uh, figure out how to pace myself. But, I mean, that's a that's a me problem, not a, like, everyone else problem. So, but uh, one thing I could wish for for my sports team, uh, the Bears to make the playoff. It would be, it'd be great to see uh, playoff Bears and um, – in a great form. Uh, I'm gonna make two wishes. Uh, all right, Ray J, go ahead. All right, all right, make two wishes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was gonna be real quick. Uh, I'm gonna say burn the entire White Sox organization. Okay, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> um, God, dog. That's, that's like incriminating. Some, I mean, not really incriminating. I mean, it's just, you know. It's like the scene from they're going flames they... next year. They're gonna be like, uh, no. Listen, what do you say? I'll, I'll be like I didn't get that. What do you say? There's a long like list of people that if White Sox go out in flames. Yeah, he said the White Sox said he want the whole organization to go up in in, in flames. So, yeah, there's there's a there's a there's a God long. There's a, <laughs> there's a long list. That that might have been a little evil, a little harsh. Okay, how about this? You should have had a laugh say... after it. That would have been nice. No, it was no I was. No, he was dead serious. He meant that with, yeah, a, with his soul. Uh, That's why I was like, you know, let me let me rephrase. <laughs> you know, hit hit the brick scratch for me. Oh, I got you. I got you. Say less, cuz I got you. <laughs> Go ahead, re- re- fix that. I wish the entire White Sox organization to burn. I, you know, ah! it, just sounds, it just sounds so good to say oh, it that way. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen. Again, if if I, I picture Desmond looking like B Rabbit in Eight Mile when the projects was going up, he was just kind of staring at it. Like that's that's Des, right? Um, but again, he's, there's if people if if the White Sox organization come to look at, there's a long list. He said, I think move Desmond, your ass to Nashville, do it. Yeah, dare you, Desmond Lawrence Holmes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Herb Lawrence, Jason Goff, my, I left. I, I I I kicked up the deuces. Lawrence left. He kicked up the deuce. He's doing his walkabout right now. Shout out to 
uh, all the peeps at 670 to score. Uh, and shout out to those former peeps at Herb Lawrence uh, doing tremendous things, by the way, uh, for the CHGO uh, uh, podcast. Just followed him on Twitter last week. It, Herbie's been, man, just a tremendous. Uh, Catch my Monday night. Just, yeah, it's just, just trem- tremendous growth in his career. Um, so I'm very proud to see him from afar. So, uh, but yeah, shout out to that. Um, I'm going to save Chef for second to last. I'm going to throw it to the young boy, the college grad. Oh, not college grad yet. The high school grad, the college freshman, uh, Trey. Like, you just accelerated like four I years really did. I was I like, really did. I'm not, just I'm not... get here? Hold on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, let's think about it. four years. Like, you know, <laughs> so you had a genius kids. this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I We're do like, have beautiful a genius. mind. I do a have a genius. Gene, you know, that kid played varsity footballs in the top hundred of his class. Um, yeah, I do have a genius. I, 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 I even though it was a forty inch slip, I will still take that to to this day. So, Trey, I'm going to pass it to you. What is your thing that you're thankful for and then what is your sports wish sir um i must be thankful for two things uh jesus christ my lord and savior and then my family can't okay. i can't accomplish anything without them and from going from the high school to college my family just being supportive it, it, looking back on it is just so crucial in so many ways and my one sports wish is for chicago chicago sports in the whole just to get back in Keep improving year after year, and and get rid of the curse of terrible coaching. And I can, maybe that's two, but that's about it, it. It can be tied together. I mean, if they get better, they have to get rid of a terrible coaching. So, I mean, I I, I, I we'll count it. Uh, this could be dangerous. But I'm gonna throw it to Shep. <laughs> Brace yourselves. Get ready to end the show. I got my head hovering over the outro button right now. Right now, as as Shep approaches the mic, everyone has a collective waiting for him to say what he's going to say. Shep, the floor is yours. I'm thankful for world peace, and God blesses everyone. There's like... Okay, well, we want world peace. We don't Hit have the buzzer. World peace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ah, fine world. God. Yeah, I was like, because uh, we're like, you know, there's stuff going on in, uh, you know, there's still stuff uh, there's going on. Uh, uh, there's, there's this chicken joint down the street called World, and I, I love the piece of chicken they got there. Uh, 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 I was about to say, shit, you said there's stuff going on where? Nigga, there's stuff going on across the street. <laughs> <laughs> the bar, bro. Somebody get beat up right now. Right now. <laughs> oh my god! Somebody said something wrong about the, about know. Patrick Mahomes is getting worked over right now oh <laughs> in, Kansas, in Kansas, right oh, now. That dude, he needs he needs a therapy right now. But <laughs> no, overall, like I said what I'm thankful for for the year is it's pretty much us. You know, this group right here, man. Um, you all like as people do podcasts, like when we first started, like I didn't have nothing to do. I didn't know what podcasts were. Well, it's something I never got into. So we actually started doing it. And here we are three years later. And come to find out, it's it's actually like 
therapeutical. Yep. To be doing something like this, you know, yep. at first to keep going on doing it uh, the way we are, with no outside pressure. Like there's nothing. It's it's just us getting together and spending time and uh, seeing each other and seeing our each other's progress, each other's fails. Uh, a, a way to just sit back, relax, and talk about whatever we want to talk about. So um, a lot of it is about sports. We do get into hip hop. We have guests on. You know, here I am with Trey right now. You know, college man. You know, so this is this is something that's that that that's dope uh, that I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed, and you know, and I have no issue cutting out my time, however time throughout the week to do anything I can for the show. So you know. It's a, it's a therapy session for all of us. Yeah. Shout out to you, by the way, because I know editing yeah. is hard and it gets it gets <laughs> it gets tiresome sometimes. It gets tiresome. <laughs> so uh definitely kudos to you because you have to take not only time to record the show, but then take further more time out to edit, splice things together, and then get it uploaded to all platforms. So major shout out to you. Yes, uh, you all make you know, it real easy. You all make it real easy. I, you know, and some of the edits, like I really don't want to listen back to the whole show. I, I could just, I just let it run. You know, so um, this is one of the easier ones. I know I first when I first started editing, trying to listen to the whole show at once. It's, just, it's like recording for almost an hour and a half or more, and then listen to the show for an hour and a half. And editing, you know, that's that was kind of hard. But you know, we're all come professors at this, and we just. It, we could just let the real run and we let it be real, you know, and that makes it much easier. And uh, a kind of mental note of if I take something out or put something in. So, you know, it's a process that uh, after three years that, you know, it's come easier and easier each time. So uh, now looking on to the following years, you know, to, to up our game. Um, I've actually, um, news announcement, I've, I'm actually enrolled and got accepted to go back to, to school. I already have a, a bachelor's, but yeah. I am actually going to go back and I'm going to go for a journalism degree. Uh, to get some, uh, so I could do some blogs and, 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 you know, enhance our, our, you know, our credentials for the show. So, you know, I could do some writings on the side and, and reach out to people through my writing. So that's what's up. I had no, I didn't, we we knew you dropped it in the chat that you were going back, which I'm I'm super stoked and and, and as um super proud of you. Um, but I had no idea you were gonna do journalism. That's cool. What made you decide yeah. to do? I mean, I know yet yeah, byproduct, yes, the, the show. But what made you decide to do journalism? So I know I need to get into writing, and and a lot of I get a lot of ideas like driving the school bus throughout the day. I don't know. You all see it every time in the chat. I drop in there like, hey, I had to start. This is what's going on in my head. And I'm talking about like two hours just driving around, driving kids around and, and tuning them out and in my own world about sports or whatever I'm thinking about. And it's like, man, I could, I could be writing this down, you know. So uh, I think sports journalism, just journalism in general, you know, try to get an idea of it. So this is not something going hardcore after. It's going to be part time, you know, of course. Uh, it's, it's, it's a slow one, but at least get in that realm again, get in the writing, kind of get ideas on how to get my stuff down, how to take notes, how to how to set it up properly, you know, and uh, you know, and add on to to what we do here for the me and each show, you know, make it make it a better product for everybody. Yeah, that's what's up. So make again, it legit. 
business because <laughs> I, 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 first of all, again, I, I, I piggyback off of um, enjoying not only, I'm sure, Des, and, but definitely E and Trey and anyone else that's have, we've had on the show. Like, you, like, yeah, you know, we have the drops and yeah, we have the meetings. And yes, we have, but everything like the YouTube, the getting it out on the social media platforms, heck, even having a Twitter handle, like, all that is ran by Shep. Um, yeah. And we definitely couldn't have grown the show to where it's been at. Um, you know, one of the things, without you, uh, one of the things that um, when me he had that idea, I just thought about doing this over three years ago. Um, we wanted to get other people involved. And like, there was no other person that we could have wanted uh, or people we could have wanted without Shep and without Dez and even Dez, but again, those multiple jobs and hats that he wear, uh, we definitely appreciate uh, him being a part and giving some, whether it be uh, getting the sound to be a little bit more crisper uh, for us and just talking about ways for us to to do things. Like everyone plays a role, and that's a good thing about yeah. this. This isn't this isn't a uh, you know. Des, um, Des is my soundboard on on a lot of things for me too. Yeah, he's 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 all of our soundboard. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and the show wouldn't be what it's, you know, like I said, everyone plays a part. Um, and, you know, it's, people are going to be missing from time to time, but it, when we're all together, it's nothing like, I feel like the magic, it's it's like being in a dope recording session. I know we kind of joked about that's what Des looks like right now, like he's, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's in the studio right now, but it's just the magic that happens um, with all, when we get on the mic. Uh, together um, and the fun and the jokes, even if it's just for us. Um, the thing about it, I feel is like Hype Williams is filming him right now. Yeah, uh, and he's in belly. And it's a slow motion. Yeah, it's a slow motion. You look over his shoulder. Yeah. Oh, got that eye look right there. Yeah, yeah, the Nas eye look who was terrible in that movie, but yeah, Nas, <laughs> hey. So, 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 shout out to both Shep, to to Des, to E, who even throughout the the crazy thing about E, and I'm just kind of hitting everyone because um, I want to make sure everyone get their flowers. Uh, the crazy thing about E is even though he was dealing with what he was dealing with. Like, I, he might have felt, I never felt like he really let that show. Like, he was still A1 when it came to recording material. Like, he he was still giving it his all. Like, he never let that phase. I know a lot of people would have let that kind of, it, it, it be reflected in the work. And he's never, like, like I, I want all of us to get the things that we work hard for professionally, personally, um, but I, like he really like I, I think he is one of the most talented people I've ever come across in the business um, in or even just listen to pod because he's so versatile. He's so um, I hate using the word well spoken, but he's so um, a breadth to speaks, he speaks well. Yeah, I hate that because that's such a it's especially when it comes to us like it's such a right, right. Like he it's such a it's a low cage, low cage shade. So I don't I don't want to say that, but. He's so 
well versed in in whatever we whatever the show takes. If we want to be goofy, he can be he can get down with you. If you want to get grimy, he can get down with you. If you want to talk hip hop, sports, movies, whatever the case may be, old school, new school, don't matter. Like he is in like um like I how can I say this? E when this thing hits, and I still believe this thing is gonna hit, um for us, like we're just, it's gonna be a launching pad. It's like when you see that, did you know when they sit back in that interview, like did you know E was a star? Like how long ago did you know E? I was like I knew E was a star for, since day since day damn one since the day <laughs> I met this met him and he was a little kid with big glasses rapping, uh, uh, purple pills, bar for bar oh, on yeah, B. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I was like oh he's different, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So. I've known since then, and as he's grown into be the man, the father, um, the son uh, that he is, I've just just seeing it from afar. It's just been like, yeah, that's 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 a one fam right there. And like I said, I'm so proud and so excited for his future um, and whatever uh, case may be. So let me uh, as we wrap up the show. <laughs> as a rapper show let me say my i guess that's my 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 thing i'm thankful for obviously the the the, the four other men on this podcast i'm gonna just kind of I'm, I'm thankful for the listeners i'm thankful for uh my family i'm thankful for um this is a this was a a year of transition for me uh as a father having a son go off to, from high school to college um as a you know, a change in my job, uh, parents, a change with my parents, you know, my childhood home, that only thing I've, I've ever known for my entire life for them to pick up and be closer to my brother. Um, and then ending this year with the transition about to move um, and everything in between, right? Uh, it's It's been a year transition, but I I think Shep hit it on the, on the head with, he said, this show is so therapeutic. It allows you to, um, it's always been the thing that's kind of grounded me um, with, um, hey, you know, my wife's like, hey, what are you going to do? You got a show today? I was like, yeah, I got a show. Like, it's it's like a good thing to say. And then now that people are, um, oh, Mark, you got a podcast. Like, yeah, you know, tune in. Like, like the, just the, it, it feels good to be a part of something that's great. And that people, um, like I said, when we had Lamont on, just hearing him talk about our previous episodes, uh, like the Kanye episode, um, it just, it just, I don't know. It, it makes you feel, even again, if there's one person that it kind of changed or they enjoyed it, it, like it's like, okay, like we got something. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that self-realization. So, um, on top of that, again, I'm, I'm taking a little longer, but I'm thankful for my, my family. I'm thankful for all my kids. Again, I'm still in that transition phase because I got a year of kind of selling things down, and then the twins are gone for uh, in a year. Um, I'm just thankful for just the people that have you know our day one so our family so uh that we take time away from so shout out to uh to sophie uh shout out to t shout out to my wife um who who's carved out time to let me take up our <laughs> our bedroom set for right now until we can get back into my office with a new build um and allow me to do this with with uh with these outstanding young men on that uh, on this podcast and, and on YouTube live with, um, and then also my kids, uh, you know, like I said, like they, they mean the world to me. They're the, they're my legacy. All five of them, 
Um, I love them dearly. Uh, as far as my sport wish, uh, I hope this time next year, uh, Justin Justin Fields is still a bear and he's thriving. He's the person that I that I think he is. That's my sports wish, and I think that and I hope that the Bears are uh, in a you know they're like I'm glad we did what we did and it, it worked out and, and Justin is becoming that person um, or coming that quarterback. And I want that because more importantly, I want that rivalry between the Bears and Packers to be back where we could. It's it's a it's a heavyweight fight. It's it's Hagler right. home. You know what I mean? Like I want it to yeah. be mean something. I, I would love for us to be this time next year talking about you know, hey, the 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 NFC crown is going to go. It's got to go through Green Bay. It's, it's going to come down to who the Bears and the Packers like that yeah. fun. Yep. Like not yep. just for That's show content. I want. Yeah. I want that rivalry to be where it should be. I I, I don't give a like dang if, about if the Packers win, they're limping away winning. Right. <laughs> like, like that was a rough game. Yeah. Or if the bear like or if the Bears win, like, you know, like it's 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 come, you know, it's we're we're getting there. Cause it 85 is such a long time. Oh six? Oh six was a long time ago. If you really think about it, coming up on 20 years from 06. Or 05, depending on which way you want to look mm-hmm. at it, right? Like I want I wanna I wanna see I wanna see this quarterback be the franchise quarterback for the Bears. I was talking to an old friend and I'll I'll and I'll hit the music. I was talking to him, he called me on my birthday. Shout out to all the calls, texts, Facebook posts, people that reached out on, on, on my birthday, birthday, birthday. Friday. Um I was talking to a childhood friend and I was just telling him, I was like, man, we've He's like, I just want to see it one time. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, we've seen the Sox win a World Series. We've seen the Cubs win a World Series. We saw the Blackhawks win multiple Stanley Cup championships. You know, we were we were four, we were five years old when the Bears, or six years old when the Bears won a championship. You know, we have still yet to see a franchise quarterback. The Bulls winning seven. Like, we saw the greatest basketball player of all time. I would love to see the Bears have a the one thing we haven't seen is the Bears have a franchise quarterback. Like sustainable. Like Jim McMahon, like we're talking Jim McMahon, Eric Kramer, Jay Cutler. Like Jay Cutler's my best. Jay Cutler's right, my like, best. Oh yeah. I mean, he has to be. Right. <laughs> oh, but statistically speaking, like if we're looking at the Bears quarterbacks, there is no question Jay Cutler, with all yeah. his flaws, was by far the best quarterback we've ever had. Mm-hmm. I want Justin to be the one that obliterates that record. So that's my my sport wish. Get your so, buzz ready. Get your buzz ready. Cordell Stewart was my Packers two. Packers have had a. Oh God. Oh, oh man. God, way to bring the show down. Why? Yeah. Why? Slash. <sighs> Dark times. Dark times. We were so excited when he signed. <laughs> oh my god! I can't even blame this on Shep this time either, Dez. I was I was getting I was getting my stuff ready, and Dez just nah. there you go, bro. <laughs> this guy. Well, we thank y'all for tuning in, vibing in on this episode. We're not sure if we're going to have an episode next week because we'll be just coming off holidays. But if we do, we do. If we don't, hey, 
We'll catch y'all at the holidays for East Staples, for Chef Russell, for the, the man in the chair, Des Jones, for the college genius, Trey Jones. I'm Emma Jones saying spread love because it's not only the Brooklyn way, but it's the human way. And of course, peace and humpiness forever. Episode 88's in the books. We'll catch y'all next time. And Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Merry New Year. Y'all be easy. Take care. Be safe. We'll Week catch y'all the next two, time. Man. Come on now. Oh yeah, I gotta get I gotta wrap it up. Yeah, come on now. Peace! <laughs>